0: You seem... I, like I, right. I'm
1: just... I I don't know if this has ever happened. Usually one of us has, like, taken the reins by now. And I'm just... I, I
0: don't know what to say. I think you said the only thing you can say.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. No. Hello and welcome! <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Movie Men Podcast.
0: Uh, mm. I feel like typically... Typically there's supposed to be, well I I don't know there's supposed to be. <laughs> typically typically we have some degree of preamble that we do. Mm. Mm-hmm. And and I have nothing. I have nothing. Well, I mean there like there's lots going on. You know, we could talk about the Doctor Strange trailer. Mm. Yeah. Which I assume you've seen.
1: Uh I don't know if I've seen the newest one. If there's like a newer one, then
0: you saw the super the one that came out of the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, yes okay, so. Yeah. yeah. So you know yeah. about you know about the Professor X thing and yeah, yeah, and all that, yeah. Um, so we could talk about that stuff. We could talk about you know the Batman is like a week and a bit away, um,
1: essentially days. Like you could you could chalk it up to days compared to how long we've been waiting for it. It's mere days away. Well,
0: it's so freaking close. Um, but I've really just like I think I've put more brain power into like there. There's a question. There's a question pertaining to the movie that we're reviewing that I'm I'm itching and burning like like I don't know. I don't know my STIs very well, but like like some sort of thing <laughs> that would make you itch and burn. Um, to ask you a question about this film Sure. uh, that I'm like, I'm struggling with preamble.
1: Mm. Sometimes it's weird how in sync we are. And I mean, you and I are so different. Like when you say film A is good, I say I hate it. And when I say film B is a 10 out of 10, you go, it's more like a five. So there's some things where we just contrast, but sometimes we just... In sync, so maybe for for probably for not the same reasons or for the same tone or vibe, but I honestly felt the same way. Like when I was like coming up with some preamble, I'm like, well, I actually just want to like give off this vibe to lead straight into this episode talk.
0: So confusingly, now we're preambling about preamble, (laughs) yeah, which is. Something we haven't, you know, is anyone thinking out there, oh, the Movie Men podcast has become a little stale. They don't do anything. <laughs> we, we've we never, no. we have never done this before. Okay, well, let's get this out of the way. Welcome to the Movie Men podcast.
1: This is uh, Peter, and the other voice is obviously Brady. And this is uh, our first episode in delving into a series of the Fantastic Beasts series leading up to the new release that's upcoming in... More than days, kind of it's not as close as ba- the the Batman, but it's it's close ish.
0: Kind of just a like in a lot of ways, just a a, a a revisiting of a series we've already done or have been doing. We kind of like yeah took a hiatus from from Harry Potter. You mean yes, yeah, yeah. We because we finished Harry Potter and then we were like, um, should we should mm-hmm. we just do the Fantastic Piece now? Mm-hmm. And at the time. We knew that somewhere in the pipeline yeah, yeah, was another yeah. Fantastic Beasts movie. Sure. Um but I don't know if it had been announced or if it had. It was like you know, it was it was pretty much, you know it was it was an obscure kind of ab what am I what am I you know. Anyways, we yeah. it was so far away and there was there was so little talk about it. There was no trailer out there was no and we're like well it might feel weird it might feel weird to just do out two films yeah. now and then be left with nothing yes um and yeah. then and then kind of out of nowhere like like a month ago the trailer popped up hmm and uh and and there was a and I don't know if this was like as surely this was a previously revealed release date um, but there was a trailer, and I was like, "Oh, this thing's coming out soon! Like this thing <laughs> is around the corner." Uh, and then we went in, we went in and did a little bit of backdoor reworking of our schedule yes. of our of, of our episode, you know, of the episodes in the Hopper, uh, so that we could, uh, yeah, so that we could, you know, finagle the first and second Fantastic Beasts. In we postponed so.
1: our fantastic or our uh, fast and furious series review,
0: yeah. And our well, you know, and we've indefinitely <laughs> put on pause the the Nick Cage <laughs> filmography series <laughs> for now. For, for now. now, for now. I was also actually thinking, okay, here we go. Now we're preambling, okay. Uh, I was thinking. The other day, <laughs> sure. and by that I mean like two hours ago, hey. that we should at some point, sure. I don't know when, sure, and I don't know what it would be f- like. I don't know, I don't know what we would do, sure. Um, but I do think there's a merit to doing a Tarantino a thon, hmm. um, hmm. And I want to like I don't know I've been thinking about you and I we need to we need to you know this is a little 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 you know behind the curtain in front of the curtain stuff about to happen we've talked a lot about a second live stream right yes and and I do think like I think it would be interesting to do although there's so many copyright issues I think it'd be interesting to do like a like a watch party. 're right, um, I just don't know how we do that, and i, I think I'm discussing this now uh, <laughs> on the podcast because I'm hoping for some listener feedback sure um, I don't know how we do that like because we can't just stream we can't just stream the movie no, and no. have people watch it no um and so I don't know what the entertaining engaging way. To do that and have people drop in anytime. time mm. and still kind of, you know, so let us know. Let us know, you know, anywhere yeah. you listen to our show, um, if there's an opportunity to comment, ideally comment on our Facebook, you know, send us a message Yep. Um, or tweet at us or mm-hmm. uh, DM us on Instagram mm-hmm. and just let us know, hey. Uh, this is, this is what I'd like to see in a live stream because mm-hmm. I honestly like, you know, the thing about a live stream, like the last time we did a live stream, it was a five hour live stream. Right. And m- I feel like a lot of people, maybe yourself included would look at that and go, eh, five hours was, <laughs> you know, it was a bit much. A, those five <laughs> hours flew by. That's true. Like, we kept having guests and stuff come in, and yeah. now thinking back on it to think about the fact that that had been five hours is bizarre to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I do think it'd be, you know, I think it'd be interesting to do something like, um, I don't know, I, I Shrek's the only thing popping into my... What is a, what is a film franchise that has, mm. you know... Maybe a trilogy. What's a trilogy that we haven't already covered? Oh, that we haven't already covered, yeah. Aside so, from Lord of the Rings. Let's sure. say Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. There you right? go. Right. So let's say we did a Back to the Future live stream. I think the sure. only way to do this live stream would be to do to, to have two breaks in this live stream. <laughs> and those two breaks would fall essentially between the first and second film, and the second and third. To just sit and do, okay, make it a marathon. Make <laughs> it a, you know, we're he- you can come and you can go, but we're here. You know, it would end up being really, if you think about it, it would end up being like a six and a half, seven hour live stream. Which, if we've already done, if we've already done five, and we're going to be talking and we're going to be chatting and we're going to be mm. commenting on the movie and stuff throughout it, I yeah. don't think it would feel. For us, I don't think it would be that that awful. Mm. And 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 people want you to like you can't, you know, if you just do what's easy, you know, <laughs> ah well, you know, we could uh you know, we could do hour-long movie men episodes, but there's something about five minutes that just fits my schedule so much nicer. You know, you gotta like y- y- work for it. <laughs> Anyways, I leave that with you, and I leave that with you, dear listener, to mm-hmm. um, to contemplate, yeah, and get back to to there's, one of us. There's definitely on.
1: some some ideas here, and I think we just gotta refine it a little bit. But I think there's something there, to, to at least some degree. I think there's something there.
0: Also, I handle most of the social medias, so you can just send a message on social media, <laughs> and then I can just say to Pete, Pete, overwhelmingly, <laughs> everyone's wanting. A forty-eight hour marathon, and I don't know. <laughs> like they're saying, they'll donate. Like, oh, they're gonna all, right. all sign up for Patreon. Like I, you, you know, it's, but but like overwhelmingly, <laughs> like three hundred thousand people <laughs> just flooded us. I, 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 I don't know. I think we might be getting an, an email from Mark Zuckerberg at some point here, <laughs> because we're probably going to get pegged as some sort of like. Mm. Cult, like I don't, I don't know what's happening. But do you have trivia today, sir? Oh man, so here we go. Ooh.
1: Ow! I, I don't want to talk. I, I returned.
0: I returned that. Did you? Did you? Oh,
1: Annette, You picked a good week to return it. I have to tell you, I'm not. I'm not going to crown it. I don't want to hype it up. It's not the best trivia. But man, I am. I'm I'm excited for it. I think there could be some fun. There, there, there could right. be some tidbits in here, some some, some gold here. And, and they have uh, it here. The, the, there's the usual, hey, I'm going to just regurgitate some stuff that I found interesting, but it'll boil down to two questions. Two questions. That's okay.
0: Honestly, I am nearing my third year, nearing the end of my third year of post-secondary. Mm. So literally, <laughs> literally the last three years of my life have been listening to useless shit that one person <laughs> finds fascinating <laughs> and the signs that they're going to share with everybody else. <laughs> I guess the only difference is I don't control your future, right? Not, I, and neither do these clowns. This is what I have to keep <laughs> telling myself. Oh, okay. So here's the little tidbit first.
1: Right. Um, the tidbits are around Eddie Redmayne, and mm-hmm. just some interesting things that I found. He had an audition for Kylo Ren in the new Star Wars trilogy, and the Weird. according to him, the audition did not go well, and obviously he didn't get the part. And I don't no. quite picture him in that role, so I, I think the best decision was made. And, um, that led to an opening in his schedule to be available for this series. And apparently he was like the guy that they had in mind. Like it wasn't just an audition, like they wanted him. So it worked out, but I thought the Kylo Ren bit was interesting. The other (laughs) is, I guess they had some scene in the works in this film we're about to review to kind of, you know, it was going to be a shirtless scene, and it was going to show scars on our character and different, you know, battle wounds, so to speak, of, you know, here's different things that have happened when he's looked after beasts, you know, like claws and different bites and different things. But the point is, he, he worked out, he got buff, he got really in shape for it, and in the end, they eliminated the scene. I don't know if they filmed it and eliminated it, or when it came to shooting, then they didn't eat wanted anymore but regardless they they had him work out they had him prepare for this and probably eat like you know a scoop of rice a day and like plain chicken breast four times a day and all that
0: jazz that would have to be done to only do not you, have it happen so I, I do you look at him in this movie and think to yourself wow no. <laughs> like like you know you're wearing a, you're wearing a shirt but under that like i can still see some I, some tone and some definition some okay i
1: don't know what you're trying to ask here but i think what i will say is i' don't, his part in this film doesn't scream to me here comes the shirtless montage moment right like it's not here's dwayne johnson lifting something on a beach like it like those things I'm, I'm that's not why I'm buying a movie ticket but it's like okay this is par for the course for this it would have been kind of out of out of shape out of you know, out of context so it would have been a little bit weird for me
0: yeah, I mean, we see we you know in this in this universe we uh we've seen Harry naked in a bathtub. Naked. Uh, I am assuming he's naked. That's yeah. why moaning Myrtle is like yeah. in Goblet of Fire. That's why she's going under and like <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. Strangely, like these weird ba- like the ba- the the bathrooms at Hogwarts. Hmm is to me the biggest unanswered. Like, what? (laughs) Architecturally, what is the... Like, uh, I understand that you're not governed by, like, Mm. normal, like, you know, codes of ethics when it comes to, like... Sure. Just a bunch of... But it's... it Like, they're literally like Roman bathhouses, basically.
1: (laughs) And he's hanging out in the girls' washroom. It is old. Like, it's old. An old building. So, I mean... Oh, but if you're going to retrofit... It's true anything yeah make your ba-
0: make your make your bathrooms make sense man yeah yeah no that's fair but, that's fair okay that's fair okay two questions so the first question
2: mm-hmm.
1: what was this film fantastic beasts and where to find them what was this mm-hmm. film able mm-hmm. to accomplish that a wizarding world film had never accomplished to this point point? and i'll give um, you some choices unless oh, you okay. just want to rip out and say it but i do have choices well, well, I was just going to say,
0: put half the audience to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that which, was good. Which isn't actually is not actually indicative of how I feel. So I I just want it. Oh, know. interesting. Well, that's how one of us feels for sure.
1: Ooh, um, ooh, you don't like this movie. Ooh, we're gonna have a fun. Okay. <laughs> so like right. the, the three choices are the accomplishments wise. Was it the first to be nominated for an Academy? Was it the first to win an Academy? Was it the first to be the highest grossing film in the year in which it came
0: out? Oh, geez, Louise. Okay, so I want to point out a couple of things. Please do. If I I had a better memory than I did, (laughs) I would already be able to eliminate an option, because I'm fairly certain that every time we did a Harry Potter episode... Right you would talk about whether it was the highest-grossing film. I'm going to say no, because I'm pretty sure at some point mm -hmm. one of those other movies was the highest-grossing film of the year. Sure.
1: Now, kind of aside from that, just to clarify, that question was, I believe when I asked it time and time again, was it the highest-grossing in the franchise? So, not necessarily of the year. So, I think... I'm not... I guess I'm just trying to say this could still be an option or couldn't be an option, but okay. the two things are kind of independent.
0: Well, I'm going to say... N- <laughs> I'm going to say... N- I'm still going to say no to that one. Sure, please. Yep. Um, Because even... Even if one of the other Harry Potter films haven't been the highest grossing film in their year, mm. I doubt a... I doubt a Harry Potterless Harry Potter movie mm. w- would have done it either. Sure. Sure. Right. So even if even if even if it's never happened before, I would say that's still probably an unbroken streak. Right. Um as far as the Oscar stuff goes, it's interesting because both <laughs> these other two options are Oscar related. Yes. And It's hard to say, you know, if it is the first time that one was nominated, then, see, it's weird. I'm breaking this down in my head. Hmm. If it was the first time that one is nominated, I don't think it would be because none of the Harry Potter films were Oscar nomination worthy. Mm -hmm. I think it would be a sign of the times and the different types of films that have been recognized for Mm. the Academy Awards in more recent years. That's true. Having said that, so if I I select that option, Mm. it means that... That... See, it, it that, that seems like a viable option to me because mm. it means that none of the Harry Potter films were ever nominated. Um But again, I can fall back on, you know, just a sign of the times. Whereas if sign I go with...
1: For sure, because there's... I'm just reiterating what you're saying. There's like a 15-year yep. gap between when this came out and the first Harry Potter. So, yeah, different landscape for sure for what sure. would be recognized. Um,
0: so, if I go... But if I go with the second option... That implies that (laughs) there were eight Harry Potter films that were potentially nominated Mm. and all eight lost out to other films. Mm. Huh. Okay. I'm going to go with the first nomination and I think it's, I think it's probably more indicative of just a sign of the times. Sure.
1: That's a valid, valid guess. Guess, not guest. We don't have a guest coming on. Sorry. Sorry Ladies dis- and gentlemen, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can you imagine? That, I wish. but he, He's coming on for the new release in a couple of weeks. But Yeah. Uh, that is not correct. It was the first in the Wizarding World to win an Academy Award.
0: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Which, okay, which now that I'm thinking about it, it could be that the sign of the time... It, it could still be a sign of the time thing. Mm. And it could just be that, like... You, like, do you have a list of which Harry Potter films received Oscar nominations? Not in front of me, no. Okay. So I don't know which was the first. Because then, you know, if it's just, like, the last one, two, or three of them... Mm. Then that's still... You right. know, yep. whereas if like the third one won right. an Oscar, got a nomination, then yep. I then that would that upsets the cards a little here. But.
1: Sure, sure, and and just for the record, uh, the one that it won was best costume design, and it beat out which is close to my heart. It beat out La La Land, and as much as I love La La Land, I'm not going to say A was better than B, but I will say I did appreciate the costumes in this film that we're watching. So I'm not upset that it won an Oscar for this.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah. The second, the final question is, members of the U.S. wizarding community in this film don't use the term muggles to mean non-magical people. Instead, they call them nomadge. In the a, 1920s, a reasonable name. <laughs> in the 1920s, muggles was U.S. slang for what? And I've got some options. Oh. Uh, Bottles of bootleg moonshine.
0: Muggles. Because
1: it was kay. prohibition, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marijuana cigarettes. Uh. Or money launderers.
0: And did you just refer to a joint as a <laughs> marijuana cigarette? What? <laughs> like the... I, get, I get, I get that, I get that technically that's what it is. <laughs> but it's just this like,
1: is, listen, it's not that I like. Okay, there's a couple things to break down here. One, I mean, I don't see the big deal if I did call it that. The second, like, this isn't. Talking on the street about what's the most applicable term that the kids are saying these days. This is trivia and I gotta lay
0: out the facts just so there's no no confusion. I know, it just seems like, you know, you'll be watching you be watching one of those like teen movies like um, American Pie or or whatever it is, um, um por- p- porkies or meatballs or, or whatever. Sure. And there's like the extremely nerdy, socially inadept kid who's, like, in college or university for the first time, and, mm. and he's, like, and there's all this peer pressure because there's a party happening in the dorm, <laughs> and and he's handed something, and he's, like, is, is this a marijuana cigarette? Like, it just has this kind of, like, completely unaware of the word joint or doobie or a blunt or you know or whatever it is like whatever right. you know it's just like yeah see i picture
1: it in the same context like school or coming of age film or whatever but it's like the te- the teacher who doesn't have a pulse on what's hip or what's now and like right. say the kids are like doing something innocent like working on a project in the av lounge or something but then he pops in and he's like you guys
0: smoke a marijuana cigarettes what are you doing in here and they're like no sir which is true which and then true. he leaves and then they like eat a couple mushrooms they're like oh <laughs> <sucker."> <laughs> um so um. I'm gonna go with the money launderer sure I don't know I I don't know why that's that's just like something something gut instinct is mm. pulling me towards that option
1: sure sure oh I, I am sorry to say you are
0: batting zero today
2: the wow. answer. okay
0: hang on hang in on it? yes yes you have three times now <laughs> tried to appropriate my sound effect <laughs> and now you're using it as a negative you just you just attempted to change the connotations around that sound effect
1: yes I don't do that I sorry but I what I will say in my defense I have to I have to have some sound opposite to applause, and that's all I have. And the third time that I did use it was putting a feather in your cap, because you did make a good joke, and it was like a brumps to go with your joke. Yeah. So, I will say, I am not, I will back off for the rest of the episode, but I won't back off for why I used it those times.
0: I'm confused, but I'll go with it.
1: (laughs) The answer was knock knock on the a v lounge marijuana cigarettes
0: wow, yeah <laughs> wow, the devil's lettuce strikes again
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh
1: yeah, there you go well jeez that was that is trivia for this
0: week yeah, okay, all right so well, that wasn't bad i'm that's that's good thank you, thank you that feels more like the days of the days of yore. Yore. I, yeah. I was about to say year. yonder, but that's that's not how... That, that means something else, <laughs> the, I think. The days of over there. <laughs> that's what that means. The remember days when of... we lived... Remember, remember, you know, we, mo- we just moved to this house last year. We used to live... We used to live two blocks over. You remember the yonder years? <laughs> oh, God, yes. those were some good years. Those were the good years, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, qu- can I just can I question? Is it can I yes? I want to know
1: what this question okay.
0: is. What is your what is your reaction to me saying that I think maybe this film simultaneously had everything going for it. Oh, okay. In that it was. Riding on the coattails of a largely Mm. successful IP. Yes. And doomed to fail, living in the shadow of a largely successful IP.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, like a double-edged sword, so to speak. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot all week. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That is quite the paradox, really. What, what, What say ye... I've never thought of it like that. I think I've okay. only thought of it. I'm trying to think of those two, which one I th- I've always classified it as. I think I classified it more the first, like a great opportunity, and like as long as you you know maintain some plateau of success, you can keep the 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 gravy train riding, so
0: to speak. Right,
1: but that's and, an interesting and- s- ba- like alternative that I've never thought of.
0: And we're approaching our second sequel to this film. Mm-hmm. So was that gra- gravy train satisfied?
1: Uh, so, sir, what do you mean by that? Like,
0: Well, you just said, like, you get to, you know, if you, if you reach a certain level of success, you get to keep going. Mm. So was that level of success reached? Well, I don't know how to answer that without showing too many cards. Well, show them, man. Oh. This is, uh, this is, uh, it's a two card stud or something. I don't know the name. I know <laughs> Texas. Okay. I know how to play Texas Hold'em and everything else is just like some ass <laughs> two backwards. Two card
1: stud. Let's go.
0: You know what I want? You know what I want to play? What do you want to play? I want to sit in Ben Sumner's woodshed. Oh. With meat, cheese, whiskey, and cigars, and I want to shoot dice. Oh, Which yeah. is something that like a young adult living in the twenty first century, I don't think I thought I would ever like Say. I wanna go shit in your shit and shoot <laughs> some dash. You know. It feels like a very you know, it's like the uh the guy from the guy the guy in the saloon from Back to the Future. <laughs> Run for fun? The hell kind of fun is that? <laughs> um But yeah. Anyways, that's you know neither that's, here nor there. Show that is, sh- show show some cards, sir. That's how you play. Okay,
1: I'm going to show my cards, but I'm not going to show them for the whole series, right? Because there there will be another day for that.
0: Right. Yeah. Well. I, sure. No. Yeah. I,
1: I I I don't like this film. I don't think. It, okay. it, I don't think it did a good job.
0: Well, thank you for listening. Um... <laughs> and tune in for next week when we review the second film. Your support means a lot to us.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I I, I wasn't excited to watch this film. I'm not going to lie. Had you um, seen it before now? Yes. I've, this is the second time I've seen it. I watched it okay. in theaters, and I watched it mm-hmm. this week. Oh, okay. And So you, you, you gave it the old college try. I did. I really yeah. did. Okay. And I honestly just, I know this film has the word
0: beasts in the title. I get it. And this is beast. nitpicky. <laughs> but, you're about to hate you're about to hate on the fact that this film is exactly what it's advertised to be. <laughs> Listen. I know they said they <laughs> Listen. Uh, I I know I, I know the I know the movie's called Toy Story, but literally like <laughs> it's just constant just like it's like it's like catered towards kids or something. It's yeah, just like Come on. Come yeah. on. No, I I found most of this film
1: filler. Like, I found it empty. I found it... I, I didn't care about it. It was mundane. Just, I, there, there's there's parts that I, you know, I, I liked. And again, because Beasts is in the title, so there's some things when he's in his magical bag that I, you know, it's getting into the wizarding universe again, and there's things that, that I like. But there's the, like there's this whole premise that is a big part of the story is like rounding up these three monsters and it becomes like a gross list to me that it's it's just something that we have to get done to then move on with the story and it's all nothing about this along this ride with these beasts makes it worth watching it to me i mean it's, it's honestly maybe the last 20 minutes where I go, okay, from here on out, I'm interested in this bigger picture story that we see. So then if you think about that, it's an hour and a half or literally an hour and 50 minutes of just setup up for 20 minutes. And then that 20 minutes sets us up for the next film. And I, I just feel this cheap taken advantage of at the end of this going, well... What did we really need of this film? Maybe we should have just started the plot where the next film starts. Like, what? What did? Do we need two and a half hours of this? I mean, I guess my problem with it is it does seem like empty, hollow filler, just to set up for something that's at the end. Like, I, I just feel like instead of immersing us in this beasts component of the film, it's just filler instead of let's 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 get Colin Farrell in here sooner. Let's get this bigger problem in here sooner. It just seems like a periphery throughout the whole film, and just at the end then it yeah i I just feel like there are bigger fish to fry from an interesting story perspective that this film didn't didn't cover or didn't kind of interest me in. I think that's that's honestly so to answer your question i it didn't ride the plateau like. It, it didn't need to be magical. It didn't need to be perfect. It didn't need to be a 10 out of 10. But it needed to interest me more just to maintain that vibe or that that success that it was riding from the last Harry Potter film. And it just didn't do that. It, it just kind of failed. And I don't think it has to do with what you said, that like there's no way to succeed in the shadow of Harry Potter. Because I didn't have high expectations. There are just some clear-cut things that I would have been okay with if it had gone in that direction so this isn't a there's no way it can succeed it's just it didn't succeed if if that
0: makes sense sorry I I wasn't listening what <laughs> yeah Um. wow yeah I know
1: I don't have a pulse oh. on the situation like obviously I don't know what you think But I don't know what, like, what is, what would you classify, like, in your network of people who like films like this, do they like this first film? Do you like this first film? Like, am I out of the woods, or are there people like me?
0: I mean, I don't, that's an interesting question. I don't know that I have, I don't know that I have a, a, an idea what anyone else thinks of it. Sure. Um... You know, I know I know the people in my life who love Harry Potter films, sure. Um, but I don't have, and so like mutual friends of ours who love Harry Potter. Um, but I I don't really have f- any insight on anybody when it comes to fantastic beasts. Mm. Uh, um. You know, except to say, like, you know, I know how a lot of. I know which side of the Johnny Depp Grindelwald debacle a lot of people fall on, but that's that's a different conversation. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I this is I think this is like the second or third time I'd seen this movie, but it had been a while. Um, like. I don't know, 3 or 4 years maybe, a hmm. while. Hmm. Um and I you know, I I enjoy this movie. Um I think that it's it's clearly setting up its own universe within another universe. Sure. Um you know, there's there's limited mention there's mention of Hogwarts. Yes. There is mention of Albus Dumbledore. Yep. And then there's ties in, like, there's the fact that, like, if you've read the books, the Fantastic Beasts, like Newt's book, Fantastic Mm. Beasts and Where to Find Them, is one of the first year book requirements that Harry needs to pick up in Diagon Alley. Sure. Um, Yep. And there's somewhere, and I can't remember if it's on Dumbledore's Chocolate Frog card or... Where. But I know within the book, uh, within the first Harry Potter book, I know that the words Gellert Grindelwald are uttered. Mm. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and Newt's Commander, and you know. Mm. And so like these were it it's not totally detached Mm -hmm. from from what we know. Um yeah i don't know i i think i'm i think i'm (laughs) (laughs) shell-shocked
1: i by your appraisal i think there's a lot going on here that's giving me deja vu i think you're pulling a marshall and i'm pulling a brady where not that not you loved this film and there's a lot of comparisons that aren't the same but just my hate on this film is just absolutely shocking you yeah, I. Yeah, and I, as I just think about this as a series, right? Like I'm, I'm trying to think how I would have talked about this film if we were doing this film as a new release. Because part of how a film does in the long run is how it, how it fits into the bigger story, right? And we talked about this with Dune. When I watched the sequel to Dune in a few years, my impression of the first Dune might change, and. With this, I I think I like some elements that I, I'm not going to give cards away, but uh, there are things that I enjoy about the series going forward. So maybe in light, I like this film better today than I did when I watched it at the release time, just because I know, okay, even though there's only 20 minutes that I enjoyed at the end, it leads into something that's more relevant to me from, from an interest perspective. But uh, right, yeah. I maybe it's aged a bit better, but yeah, there's it's definitely it's definitely
0: rung a bit hollow. I will concede that, like, the moment when the you know, I'm assuming it's a Juice potion mm. wears off or, or is is counteracted by Newt's charm, mm. um, and Colin Farrell is revealed to be Johnny Depp, sure. That does feel like the beginning of something. Like it's the end of yes. the movie, but it feels like the start of something. Yes. Yeah. Um, which isn't necessarily, you know, like it's it's not it's not a bad thing for a movie to do that to, mm-hmm. to make the ending of a movie feel like the start of something bigger. Oh, for sure. Um, but I guess, but I guess you're saying that, like, that you feel like the story doesn't actually start until that moment. To a degree.
1: Yeah. 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 Like I, um, I understand because, you know, there are series that you need an introduction. You need some baseline to start, right? You you can't just go into the overarching story. Maybe, you know, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, but there are first installments of trilogies or series that exist that, you know, in my mind, are hold enough weight on their own and aren't just, well, here's just a bookend that sets things up for things going forward, but on its own, it's it rings hollow, right? Right. I mean, listen, I, it's not fair to compare it to the Lord of the Rings, but like the first fe- Fellowship of the Ring, it's not, well, you know, Frodo makes Earl Grey for two and a half hours and then at the end, he picks up the ring and starts walking to Mordor, right? Like there's... Uh, I know there's flaws with this I analogy, mean, but I'm just saying at the end of the film you go, well on its own, that's a good film. That's a good component of a story and it's not complete, it leads and it's important to lead for what's happening next, but on its own, it has
0: merit. And I think that's... Yes. Yeah, uh, I would wager a bet. I mean, I sure. would have to look this up, but I because okay. so, I just watched the extended editions. <laughs> <laughs> I would wager a bet. It's like an hour and a half in before he's headed to like before the fellowship is set.
1: Sure. But, but, and you're, you're quite right. Like that does sound familiar, but I guess just in the context of like a three hour movie, it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, some movies an hour and a half in is like pretty dang close to the credits in a three hour film. You've still got a lot of material left, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. <laughs> things that, things I like about this movie. Sure. Um and this isn't me saying yeah. these are the th- these are the reasons I like this movie. No, sure. these are things about this movie I like. Uh Colin Farrell's performance is is awesome. It is, yes. I'll give you that. Uh Eddie's Eddie Red Redmayne? Redmay? Redmay? Red The guy that plays Newt. Um, incredible performance. Like For sure. Newt is such a interest in his mannerisms and and like he's such a fascinating character mm-hmm. and just fun to watch because he's qu- he's so quirky Um and I feel like the acting performance in this movie stays true to that like he never wavers on the quirkiness everything everything that he does the way he acts you're like yes that is consistent with the character that you've introduced to us um so that's that's fun um i do like it's it's it seems weird to say because it's so brief but johnny depp's performance <laughs>
2: it's weird just to this say. kind of like yeah.
0: looking up and whispering <laughs> do you think you can hold me yeah <laughs> oh my goodness you're just like it gives it there it was it's a chilling moment because you're mm. like Holy crap! This guy's menacing. Acts menacing. Looks menacing. Sounds menacing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's that's sort of special. I don't. Yeah, and then you know, and then everyone else like, um, uh, Kowalski, right? Our nomad. He plays he plays a comedic role, but he's also got a lot of heart. Like he's got a dream, and he's got you know. So he's not just. The comedic relief, no, I'll give you that. Um, yep. and then our two, and I'm gapping their names. What is one of them? Trixie, kind of feels like sounds Trixie.
1: familiar.
0: Uh, let me look it up here. Uh, Quinny, Quinny is the one I'm thinking of. Tina and Quinny, so they're, they're Tina's a little she, her at times her character feels a little two dimensional. Mm. You know, um, like she serves a role and a purpose and she finds love in kind... Well, she finds a crush in Newt by the end. Um, But she doesn't have like... We don't get any kind of like rich backstory on her Mm. or anything. She's just kind of there. Quinny Mm. sort of being the same as her sister, but also... um, I don't know. Also, it just she feels like she's got more charisma, more there's more personality and more character in Quinny. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's, you know, take that for what it is worth. Um things I'm not crazy about. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't think it's a bad performance, but Ezra Miller as Credence Barebone, it just <laughs> doesn't you know, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like the character. Like I don't think it's necessarily a bad performance. Yeah. I think I just find the character like it gets old quick. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't. I don't find him fascinating.
1: Yeah. I don't know how to. I don't know how to judge what you've just. Like I don't know how to. I don't know how to answer that question either. I guess is what I'm saying because I. I don't enjoy it either, and I'm. Leaning a bit more towards probably the character is... Yeah, it gets old real quick is a good way to say it. So I think it's probably the character more than Ezra. But yeah, I agree. There's, you know, it's it's not
0: great. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the beasts. I think the beasts are fun. I think it was an interesting choice at times for them to go back and use the CGI from 2005. Hmm. um. It's jarring at times. Like, sometimes, it, sometimes the CGI looks incredible, <laughs> and some of the beasts is just like, okay, because this is totally a fictitious creature, you mm. guys just couldn't figure out how to make fictitious look realistic. Mm. Right? And I do. Like, I, I imagine that's difficult. Like, the nefer always looks great because the Nephir is essentially just like a little platypus. Yeah. Thi- like, there's a yeah. lot of reference for what that should be and look like. Sure. Um, but some of the other creatures I I thought actually were quite horrible at times. Hmm. Um So, that doesn't really work for me. Um, the soundtrack, except for the moments when we sort of get the, the Harry Potter sh- score. Hmm. The Harry Potter, you know, um, yep. not what am I? What am I? Oh, Overture. Ooh, sure. Right. When we get that, that's kind of magical. Aside from that, the soundtrack's pretty. Like the the score is is a little forgettable for me. Sure. Um. I I I do notice the lack. Like so. Having said that, there is that connective tissue to things we already know. mm Hmm. It is few and far between, and I understand that this film needs to stand on its own legs, yep, it does um, but I wonder if maybe Dumbledore could have brought like I know that this story takes place in in New York, hmm. which I also didn't understand, like you know people people in Harry Potter are they operate like long distances don't they like I, I I don't know I didn't understand or flu powder like there seemed there seemed like a way for newt to arrive there other than on a steamer <laughs> right you know like I was like what is this actually... was that the best method you couldn't take flu powder right like how does that work um it's, it like, so it th- makes for a cool
1: period piece moment where it's like okay it's cool. coming in on the steamer but yeah when you Break it yeah, down, you and see the like,
0: Statue of Liberty there, yeah, and you're like, okay, this great. is what the Titanic would have done if it yeah. hadn't dropped <laughs> oh. the ball. But, um, but yeah, when you think about logistically,
1: it's like, why, yeah, why are you even there right now?
0: Yeah, no, that's weird. Uh, but I do notice, you know, like Jude Law's Dumbledore isn't in this one, no, although it is nice when he's referenced by name, hmm. Yeah. I think this film for me really drives home and it's something cuz like I wrapped up uh, as soon as I wrapped up this movie I immediately put on the trailer for Crime, Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm. And I was just kind of like okay like you know I just I just want a a taste of what's coming. I just want a little flavor of what's next. Yeah. And that movie starts with it opens with a shot of Hogwarts. Mm, yes. Okay. And I instantly felt this involuntary feeling of, oh, there you are. (laughs) And I think it just really drives home the point that, like, Hogwarts is, in these films, Hogwarts is almost as much a character as any of the other characters are. Sure. Like, it's not just a setting. Like, there are settings. There's the Dursley's house, which is a setting. Mm -hmm. But Hogwarts is kind of its own character, it has its own personality. It almost speaks at times in in just the, you know, whether it's the changing of the staircases or it's the moving portraits or it's the whatever it is. You know, it, it, it kind of has, there's so much secret and so much nuance tied up in Hogwarts um, that I think, you know, like we were talking about this when we did the other, when we did the Harry Potter films, mm-hmm. the fact that Deathly Hallows Part One doesn't take place at Hogwarts, you mm-hmm. notice that. Yep. And it yep. Fe- and and it's it it's missing from it. It's not just like oh wow this is different. No, it's like oh like when when Harry finally ends up back at Hogwarts and we see those halls and and the grounds and whatever, it's like, I've been longing for this. It's good to be back, even though Hogwarts by the time we get back in in Deathly Hallows Part 2 is kind of a shit show. <laughs> it feels good to be back. Mm. And so, I don't know. I, I think, you know, I uh, there's mention of Hogwarts in this. And I don't know that I necessarily would have needed to see Hogwarts. But aside from, like, yeah, there's just so much more connective tissue, I feel like, having watched the trailer for the second one. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. you see Dumbledore, you see Hogwarts. Um, there's a scene, even just in the trailer, where they're interacting with Nicholas Flamel, mm. and you're like, "Ooh, ooh, Nicholas <laughs> Flamel, mm-hmm. man, you uh, you caused us a lot of headaches in, in about <laughs> in about seventy years." Um, but yeah, I don't know, I. Yeah, I don't dislike this movie. I like the idea of the beasts. That's a fun side of this world we haven't seen. It was interesting to see America and sort of how America does. It's kind of like Kingsman. It's the same feeling as Kingsman when they go to there's the statesman when they go mm. to to the you know and it's like, "Oh, okay, this is yep. largely familiar, but it's another country's version of it, mm. um or another continent's version of it." Um and that's what this feels like. So it's it was it was interesting to see Makuza, which is the magical council of the um, United States of America, or something, right? Mm. Um, and so that's interesting. Um, it's fun to see, like, the intro- introduction of the obscura, or obscurus, right? And kind of that back back logic and that lore of, like, You know some wizards suppress their sure their magical abilities and it turns into this big monstrous thing and you're like oh okay yeah that feels (laughs) right very harry potter and it feels like nothing in this nothing in this movie i should i it's an important disclaimer nothing in this movie feels out of place necessarily in the wizarding world of harry potter hmm Right. Everything feels like okay. Yeah, I buy this. It 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 it's definitely not Harry Potter, but there's nothing in this that's like, oh, this is pulling me out of the notion that we're in the same universe. Mm. Is that does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Would you agree? I think so. Yeah, I
1: think so. I mean, okay. yeah, I I think I would. I think I would. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't dislike I, I, this movie.
1: There are movie sorry, there are moments that I, I I I get a little bit more excited about. You know, when there's like the Lestrange Strange reference and you know, she was a taker, but you need a giver and like yeah, so like there are moments that it there is the connective tissue, but it it's
0: yeah. could have been a bit you, more
1: for our liking.
0: Are you a seeker? Actually I'm I'm more of a chaser. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a fun, you know, what a fun little reference. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, you know, I don't know. Could have been worse. Could have been better. It definitely could have been better. Yes. You yeah. Know. We can agree um, on that. Um, But I don't, like, yeah. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's a flop. Uh, And I sort of get the impression that may- maybe you kind of do um mm-hmm. which is fine mm-hmm. which is totally cool mm-hmm. um but yeah so do you have anything else on your wonderful list of uh <laughs> of things because i got one last thing but it, which is like a a, a qualm and i'm it's, sure. it's it's totally a plot hole and it it oh it pokes a major hole in this movie that sounds like a fun
1: way to finish off and i'm intrigued
0: okay. uh not a whole lot more
1: i i will say i i you know there are magical elements that I liked. I said, I like, you know, little references like Lestrange. I did like the suitcase and like just components like that, that reminded me of just, you know, hopping in there. And I was like, okay, this feels like we're a little bit back in this universe flashing around and different, you know, like at the bank and, you know, it's like, okay, this is a touch of what I remember. Um, I feel like when we score this film, uh, about 98% of what I gave this film is from the 1920s New York City time period setting, and uh, like Nothing I wrong just, with that. I I love that. If this had been set in 2007, which I know doesn't make sense from the story prequel perspective, but I'm just saying, setting it in the 1920s and the costume design, which it won an Oscar for, I that really I did enjoy that component. Um, and I wrote this down. This is my last point. And this just kind of it tries to kind of articulate what I'm feeling, why I'm feeling what I'm feeling is when the movie ended or in the closing scenes, I was interested in this man who does get his loan for his muggle bakery. And I, you know, I enjoyed the fact that he felt like he was not enjoying his life working at this canning factory and he wanted to do something different And there's this baking bakery sequence at the end that I found heartwarming for many different reasons. But I do just wonder, is this what a Wizarding World film should be hanging its hat on? And I know there's stuff infused. Like, I know those scenes were charged because of things that we saw throughout the whole movie and there was magic involved. I hear that. But it just seems a little... Out of place. So it's it's weird. Okay. My favorite components, I couldn't completely enjoy just because it felt like, well, why are you here in this context? Maybe this should be a different movie about something different. But that that is the last thing I will end it on. Okay. I'm curious about the plot hole.
0: So at the end of the movie, we have this Venom that has... Um that has Obliviate properties, and mm. this creature is going to go up and make it rain. <laughs> make it rain! <laughs> make it rain! Um, and uh, and shower it all amongst the the nomadges, and, you know, yeah. and whatever. Yeah. Like, everything will be fine. So many, so many issues with this. Number okay. one, there are wizards... In this city that aren't privy to what just happened and what's happening right now that are also about to be obliviated. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Issue number two, <laughs> w- like super convenient that the dosage just works out. Right. That, that you know, that we're obliviating just the right amount of time and and not too much or not too little.
1: Yeah, especially, like, dose equivalents, like, if a baby gets rained on versus, like, a 300-pound man, like, it, it works the same.
0: Or a 300-pound baby. <laughs> yeah, wow. You know. <laughs> uh, and what about the people who saw the stuff flying around mm. the city and, like, the w- 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 crazy destruction and magic and whatever? mm-hmm. mm-hmm that between then and now have gone inside right? and aren't getting rained on. Yep. Now we see a little bit, like there's a guy in a shower who's like, I don't mm. remember anything. And then there's like a girl <laughs> drinking from a glass and she seems to right. have been obliviated, which, okay, so it's not the rain, it's the water supply. And how does that make sense? Right. And, and so what about the people who aren't going to drink or shower? who don't happen during that period to come in contact with anyone, even if it is, even if we overlook the fact that the water supply thing doesn't make any sense.
1: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How? uh, Hmm. So that was like, to me, that was super lazy storytelling. (laughs) And they were like, we don't know how we don't, we don't know what to do. We don't know how to get out of this. Mm -hmm. You know, have you seen the, have you seen men in black too? No. Okay, just the first one. No. Have you seen the first one? Did I make you watch it? No, you still no. haven't seen the first one either. Okay. Mm. There's something very similar that happens at the end of the second Men in Black movie. And okay. it's just like, mm. ah, okay. Like this, <laughs> this is, this works. And it's it's funnier when it happens in Men in Black, but you're also like, if you look too closely at this solution, there's a lot of issues. Hmm. So, Yeah. That's my that's my big plot hole. No, that's that, that, fair. That whole ending and how we dealt with the fact that everyone just saw everything, mm-hmm. well, that was weak. Hmm. That no, was weak.
1: Fair.
0: Yeah. Zero to ten, sir, how would you rank this film?
1: Okie dokie. On a scale of zero to ten, I gave it a three. Whoa! I, I... Was very harsh. I was maybe leaning towards a four, but I ended up on a three. I took off the kid gloves, and that's what I gave it on a scale of how much effort. You know, what I go see it in why, theaters, or what I pay were, premium access, or what I. Watch why were you on a, wearing
0: children's gloves? Kids gloves. How's
1: that saying go? Y- yeah,
0: I don't. Okay, <laughs> take I don't off. Know. Is, that a, is that a thing? Yeah. Let me. The gloves came off. off. I took off, like, the gloves came off. I don't know if there's anything about children's gloves. It's maybe not children's gloves. I'll
1: Let me Google it, and we'll come back to this. All right. Put a pin in it. So I gave it a 3 out of 10. On my scale, it's the bottom of the barrel. If I'm at the cottage, there's no Wi-Fi, and it's raining, and I don't want to lose my memory, and I'm staying inside, I will watch this film I guess if there's a VHS of it.
0: Wow, yeah, yeah. I if I stumbled across a VHS of this 2016 movie, I would watch it just out of principle. I would be like, "Wow, <laughs> someone took the t- someone put in the effort to press this to VHS." <laughs> I must. And watch I it. don't. And I don't understand why they did this. But, I now need to watch it to make sure that there's nothing special in there that like <laughs> so you know
1: Vivar asked you what you'd give it. It's not a saying. It's a term kid gloves. So, like you'd say, someone is getting kid glove treatment as in they're getting special or delicate treatment and, you know, being given an easy ride or or, or an easy pass. So I did really? not give this movie. I did not treat it with kid gloves.
0: I have never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Wow, there you go. Yeah. What did you give this out of ten? Uh, I give it a six point eight. Okay, I, you know, it's, it's 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 you know, it's a, akin to a sixty eight percent. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, it's it's not this. You know, yeah. Let me let me, oh, of the wizarding world. It is the weakest installment so far. Sure. That we've watched. Yeah. And reviewed. Uh, not, not not, counting into the two that follow this movie. Um, one of which because we haven't talked about yet. One of which because we haven't seen. Right. Um, but it is the weakest so far. Sure. Um, but I don't think it's a bad movie. Like, I still, I'm entertained by it. Hmm. Um, and what is, like... What is the point if not that? Sure. You know? It yep. you know, it, it it entertains me and that's that's kind of pretty much its job. Hmm. You know, and I'm just looking up now, uh, Rotten Tomatoes this film, Tomato Meter it does seventy four percent. Okay. Yeah. And audience it does seventy nine. So not super far off, a little higher than what I gave it. Sure. Um, sure. But in the same ballpark. Like yeah. the, I think it's sort of the same mindset the same way of thinking yeah yeah so yeah
1: cool cool
0: the hell did you watch this week
1: (laughs) watched a few things I watched as I continue my Spider-Man watching party so to speak where I'm gonna watch the two Tom Hollands, then watch the three Tobey Maguires then the uh, almost a Jake Gyllenhaal I meant Andrew Garfield ones and then followed up with the most newest Spider-Man to cap it off. I watched uh, Where I Am wait, On wait, That wait, Journey. Wait, 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 wait,
0: yes. wait. What? Yes. Say that again. What, what Spider-Man movie did you watch?
1: I Where I Am On That Journey and what I watched is Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2.
0: Oh, that's it? I thought you'd already watched that one. No, No, okay. I watched so it. Oh, okay. I think I had watched Spider-Man 1 when we last spoke. I, I, I zoned out for half a second, and I thought you had just said that you'd watched the Andrew Garfield ones. And I was no. like, oh, man, this, this episode <laughs> just got an hour longer because we need to like, <laughs> talk and unpack this. And, like, but,
1: okay, no, <laughs> Not go about yet, your business. But that's a teaser for upcoming episodes for sure. Yeah, uh, You know what? I gave it an 8 out of 10. And eight, uh, definitely some nostalgia played into that, obviously, but it does stand apart from the other Tobey Maguire films and even some of the Tom Holland moments. I think the biggest thing that I'm walking away from in the conversation I had with my wife when we watched this is there's, there's so many, I, I don't know who my favorite Mary Jane or MJ and Peter dynamic is. There's components that I like about the Tom Holland Zendaya, but their actual screen time and chemistry on screen time is so limited that I don't think I can put it as my favorite. Although there's things that I like, I think. Do it's, you know
0: why you can't? Do you know why you don't know your favorite? Why? Because you oh, haven't sure. seen the Andrew Garfield ones oh, yet.
1: We'll see. We'll see. I think it's still Toby and kirsten dunce but i have i have been able to watch it more critically and if they're not as perfect as i remembered and it's not at the fault of the acting i think a lot of it boils down to i like they get way more on-screen chemistry which is good and their dynamic is good and just just the on-screen time really helps just because it really helps you grow with them and you know when you know when It's revealed that you know when Kirsten Dunst finds out who when Spider Man who is is who he is, then it just means more, and there's more oomph behind it, and you just almost feel this relief that she knows what, why everything was happening, for why it was happening, and what the feelings were behind it. So my point is, there's just more depth to it, but. And I think it's a writing problem, not a not an actor problem. Like there's just so much of at the time that her acting is limited to insert scream or insert yelling or insert crying. Yeah. And it's it's it is problematic and so I can't say they're the clear-cut winners for my favorite, but that's more of a writing flaw versus the du- the duo's fault.
0: Have you been to Universal Studios? Like the, Neg- the amusement park? No. Okay, Disney World? Have you been to Disney World or no. Disneyland or any of the? Okay, no. Okay, well, this. I don't mind then. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, it, it. There are moments in this movie. There are moments in this franchise, but specifically, definitely, this movie that feel very, feel very, movie making to me. Hmm. Like in that, the scene in the first one. Hmm. Where the scene in the first one, where where it's like the Osborne, mm-hmm. the OzCorp, whatever yep. day, yeah, and the balcony's breaking, right. and it's like, and it's just very much like a a a a chunk of plywood painted <laughs> up like a thing on a hydraulic track <laughs> that is like it it feels, and then you know also in that scene, like anytime he's like coming down from a piece of web, like he's coming down on some web or like going up out of the frame again. You're like, I can, I can picture this. Like, I'm not lost in this moment at all. Like I can picture this from a B roll standpoint, from a behind the scenes standpoint. (laughs) And that's very just like, Mm. and then he was lowered by the crane. And like, yeah. and, And maybe it's indicative of the time. Sure. Yeah. Could be. Um, but but yeah, there there's some there are some rough moments. I think often mm. when I rewatched the Tom or the Toby Maguire Spider Man movies recently, I yep. think I realized the extent of rose colored yes. glasses that yep. I had mm-hmm. looked back on this franchise with. Yes, I would agree. And to the people who freaked out the loudest when he <laughs> showed up in No Way Home, mm-hmm. I, ca- I wonder how many of them have gone back recently and watched. Mm. Not that, Not that he was any less deserving of that praise. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, he's still like you know if, if at, you know if Adam West showed up at Comic Con tomorrow donning his 1960s bat suit, <laughs> mm-hmm. you lose your effing mind. A because the man's dead, so that would be weird. I was but say. also because because you know, good or bad, you know, if you saw George Clooney in a nippled bat suit, it would still be mind blowing. It yeah. would, no, But it would still be mind-blowing. Sure. Right? It would still be sure. like, oh, my God, you are, uh, you have been Batman. And here you are before me as Batman. And that's mm-hmm. something special. Right. Right? Right. I would shake the hand. I would shake, the, I would get an autograph of the guy that played char <laughs> char Binks. Hands down. <laughs> okay. Hands down, I would. Okay. Because that's still, like, you know, yeah. you, you... You ruined my childhood, but you're here. And 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 it's still impressive, right? So right. and I think I think in a lot of ways, not that I'm not that I'm putting Toby Maguire on the same level as either of those, <laughs> but it is that kind of no matter how poorly his trilogy ages, mm-hmm. he will still be known A as the first really blockbuster large scale Hollywood Mm. Spider-Man. Yep. Cause there were like some Japanese things and like, some, you know, he's not the first live action Spider-Man, but he's the first like realistic. Yep. Big budget. Yeah. Spider-Man. And, uh, and yeah, you know, and so he'll just kind of like, even if he passes into kind of like cult classic at Mm -hmm. some point, Mm -hmm. he'll still be he'll the notoriety will still be there
1: you know i i think i mirror everything that you're saying you know the the whole rose colored glasses is definitely a factor here i think the one thing and then i'll move on because man i could talk about this all day with you but i can appreciate just intellectually and it's not nostalgia playing here it's just a, a comment or a fact i can appreciate although i didn't think the first one was great you have to appreciate for what it did at the time and the, the dynamics of comic book movies at the time and it put things on the map and i think the second one was almost just as profound or as influential at least for me because it it then took characters to in these types of films in these comic book films to a next level of depth right like the first one was groundbreaking for what it was the second one i am just amazed for the time and the period that it came out you get this depth of character where, you know, you get existential crisis and, you know, what does he want? Does he want A or does he want B? Does he want to be happy or does he want to feel fulfilled? Like all these things. And we've seen it more, I would say a lot more in the in the era of MCU. So it's it's definitely been done maybe better. And that's a discussion for another day. But just for the time, for other context of superhero movies at the time, I just feel this was groundbreaking for that reason. And that's, and that's why I, part of the reasons I gave it an eight, because I enjoyed it, but also it was accomplishing something very depth filled.
0: Yeah. And this, I mean, this franchise came off of, yes, we have Fox's X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Franchise at this point that's up and rolling. Um, But it's really, it's still a pioneer in the post Batman and Robin landscape hmm right right because ba- batman and robin didn't just temporarily kill a franchise Sure, it temporarily killed a genre <laughs> oh. no it did like comic yeah, like yeah, the idea yeah. of comic book films right it, it kind of put that nail in the coffin everyone's like sure. okay well this is a joke <laughs> like there's no way to do it and do it well yeah right and so when you have when you have x-men open up with a scene and its Auschwitz, mm. oh, that's like okay. Like, whoa, yeah. there's a different, mm. there's a different way of doing this. Yeah. Um, this, it, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man movies are a little more campy than the X-Men movies are at yep. times. Yeah. Um, but it was still, it was still like, look, there's a big budget way of doing this and mm. having it mm-hmm. be a commercial success. Yep, for sure. So, for sure. Yeah. Uh, The other thing that I'm
1: rewatching is Star Wars, and I'm doing it for the first time where I'm watching 4, 5, 1, 3, 3, then 6 through 9. And I believe the last time I talked, I had finished Empire Strikes Back, so since then I've watched The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones... And Revenge of the Sith, and then Holy I... shit shitballs, man. <laughs> and just due to time constraints, I'm not fully through it, but I've started Return of the Jedi. It's been a week. Would... Uh,
0: it's... Good lord. <laughs> I, I should Should I admit... send a care package for your neglected <laughs> family? Like, what is... <laughs> I have to admit, I, this might be the only
1: way to fly during this Order right? of Watch. Right?
0: Because like, you're like, so for those who don't know, for those who haven't yeah. heard of this and have never done it, sure. the idea, and spoilers ahead, spoilers ah, ahead yeah. for Star Wars, Yeah. Um, but, but the idea is you watch A New Hope, yep. and A New Hope kind of introduces you as much as it did back in the 70s, it mm-hmm. introduces you to the universe of Star Wars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it introduces a conflict between the Empire and the Rebels. Um, It introduces our main protagonist and antagonist, um, and there's some great action sequences, the blowing up of the Death Star and and so on and so forth, the trash compactor, yada, yada. (laughs) It introduces the idea of the Force um, Jedi. It it references that there were Clone Wars. It references that Luke, uh, Luke's father, Anakin Skywalker, was a good friend of Mm Obi-Wan, and that he was betrayed and killed by Vader. Um, Empire Strikes Back happens, and sort of our big takeaway from Empire Strikes Back, like, there's a lot more furthering and depth and all this stuff. But our big takeaway from Empire Strikes Back is spoilers: <laughs> Vader is Luke's father, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what Obi Wan told Luke was only true from a certain point of view. <laughs> from a certain point of view, <laughs> bastard. Uh, <laughs> And so then, instead of going straight into Return of the Jedi, we say, okay, look. We just hit you over the head with the truth. With a very big truth. With the real state of things. Mm-hmm. Now, let's show you how we got here. Let's mm. show you how this happened. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're thrust back, and then all of these things start transpiring. Now, the only... The only two downsides Mm. to this order. Okay. Three downsides (laughs) to this order. Downside number one, and this one doesn't really count, is that the... It doesn't count because I think it's better. I think this... It changes where the reveal of Luke and Leia being siblings are, Mm -hmm. but I think it's a better... Because she's just as surprised that she's carrying twins as we are. Oh, yeah. Or as, well, you know, as as someone would be if they'd never seen it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, I think this is the watch it for the very first time order as well. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, absolutely. Because I, yeah. I think that's a better reveal. I think so, too. I think I'm with you. I think it's a better reveal. Yeah. I think, and this, the second one is hit or miss. Um we see you know if you watch the the order of release first then we kind of have an idea already of who the emperor is by the time he starts showing up in the prequels mm, like mm-hmm. he's this really bad guy yeah and when we discover that he is palpatine and and that he's been kind of manipulating um he's been manipulating everything mm-hmm. um that's that's a pretty powerful character arc. Oh yeah. Having said that, there is still something about seeing, watching it in this order and seeing him, then seeing him in Return of the Jedi and realize, seeing him sitting there on that throne, seeing him get off that shuttle and thinking mm. to ourselves, you son of a bitch. <laughs> knowing what, knowing, knowing the, the heartache, that he's responsible for, hmm. and 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 knowing just what a grasp and what a clutch on 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 Vader he has, right. So that one I also don't necessarily don't necessarily think is a downside. Sure. The only real downside, and this is moving forward, and yeah, you'll pick up on this. Yeah, is is in Force Awakens. Because if you watch four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, then there's a larger gap between when you there's more room for nostalgia when you see things like the Millennium Falcon, mm. Han and Chewie, mm, Leia, okay. yeah. right? Yeah. Whereas if if you're you know if you watch if back to back nights you're like oh okay well there's just an older version of everyone, <laughs> whereas when we went and watched right. not you and I but like independently yeah. when yeah. we went to see when we went to see uh, the Force Awakens in the theater and there's the not that one that one's garbage and yeah. and then it pans and it's the mo- we shit ourselves we were like <laughs> oh my god. It's the Millennium Falcon, the music do 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 do. Like the music's playing and you're like, "Oh my goodness. I haven't seen this thing. Like this thing hasn't been seen in the theaters right <laughs> in 30 years." Right. Yeah. Like it, you know, so it's it, there's just a little more nostalgic there. But anyways, that's true. That's true. You know, and this this is a, to long, me that's not a This huge... is a long-winded. What did you watch this week? Well,
1: that happens when you've got two iconic franchises, right? So
0: you, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Star Wars. You're setting us up for <laughs> for some stuff, dear. <laughs> but yeah, I, and to me that's not even a flaw. So
1: I I can live with this decision. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm happy with it.
0: I think it's I think it's amazing. Yeah. And what? it works. It works. So you're 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 omitting two films. And mean? a couple of television series. Well, because really, like oh, really, what you should be yeah, doing, I know. Really, I what know. you should be doing, sure, is watching episode four, five, six. Yeah. Okay. Well, hang on. No, <laughs> if it
1: if it makes any no. difference, before I watched A New Hope. I YouTubed the
0: Darth Vader scenes from Rogue One and then what and then started a New Hope where he's clearly like they didn't even there's no processing on his voice so he's clearly like 90 years old. Oh. Like Vader's just an old fart inside the suit. Um No, so really you should be watching like Solo. You should start with Solo. Yeah. I know. You know. I know. No. That's not true. That's not true. You should start with Rogue one. Mm. Rogue one yeah Rogue one four five one two <laughs> the Clone Wars series. Oh right. three the solo movie six <laughs> rebels or uh, Ma- I and then I don't know the order about rebels versus mm. Mandalorian. And Book of Boba Fett um, but those three need to be watched yeah Rebels Rebels, Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian and Jeez. then four, five, six, or 6 uh, 7, eight, 9 <laughs> I thought 9 volumes
1: was enough of an undertaking but that would be next level
0: yeah well you know me <laughs> I do know you <laughs> oh
1: yeah
0: what did you watch this week? Three things, sir. Three things. Okay. Uh, I watched um, Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> of course, you did. My God. Why did like? Why like? What
1: prompted you? Did, did there need to be a reason?
0: Uh, it, just some uh, just someone who hadn't seen it. The Wait. opportunity to show it to someone You're who had seen like,
1: it. You're probably like I'm. I'm picturing you were at work. And the person's like, yeah, I've never seen Hacksaw Ridge, and you upped and quit your job that second. Yeah, you I was said. like,
0: well, I'll clock out now because yeah, we got something to do. Yeah, time has come. Um, no, it's so, it's just so, it's so damn good. <laughs> like, you know, Hugo Weaving, Andrew Garfield, Vince mm. Vaughn in a serious non-comedic right. role, right? Like, yeah, it's just a yeah, yeah, it, it's a great film. Hmm. Uh, I watched, interestingly. De- reaching back into my past, into oh. my, like, teenage years. Huh. I watched the first Final Destination movie. Oh. Huh. And you know what? It's cheesy and it's kind of dumb. Sure. But that... I think... But that... But it works in the movie's favor. Only because I have the nostalgic, like, you know, watched it as a teenager. Right, yeah. Whereas, like... I think if I was putting fresh eyes on it, mm. I would you know, I'd be like, Oh okay. <laughs> like I can kinda see the Right. I can you know, yeah. Um You know, but it's like it's just it's it's the final destination movies, I assume you've seen none. Uh, <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> um the Final Destination movies kind of fall into their own they're kind of their own category. They're their own, like, subcategory of horror. And so they're just like, when you are your own genre, mm. it's hard to, to do it wrong. Hmm. Because you kind of set your own rules, you know? Right. So, anyways, yeah. And then finally, finally, because I'm done. I'm done friends. Yes. I'm done friends? Oh. I watched the watched the 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 reunion. Okay. So that's that's done. Nice. So I needed a new television show. Oh. A new 20 minute, you know, it's good to have like a 40 minute like a full length full yes. format television show on the go, but it's also good to always have like a 20 minute mm. I just throw it on, you know, sure. I I got like half an hour to kill. Yeah. Kind yeah. of show.
3: Yeah.
0: And so I would be I would be amiss if I didn't reach to our, you know, if I didn't look to our top television shows episode and choose one of my top five.
1: Okay. Supernatural.
0: No. No, that's a 40 40
1: minutes. (laughs) I know. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think what else. You had Friends, Supernatural. Mm -hmm. What else was in your top five that was 30 minutes? I think...
0: Well, so things that weren't 30 minutes. I'm pretty sure that 24 was oh, in there. Oh, right. Yeah. So that's three. What with the other ones? What was the I'm fourth one? I'm trying to remember what my fourth... Isn't that... You know, doesn't that just say like, oh, yeah, sure, that's your favorite show there, eh? You can't even... <laughs> can't even effing remember it. Was it The <laughs> Simpsons? No. I think uh, Simpsons definitely got honorable mention because sure. it was like how how can you not how can you not but
1: that that's not the answer here.
0: No, Two and a Half Men was in there. Oh, Two and a Half Men was one of them. Okay, but but that obviously that's not it because I was oh, having trouble thinking of it. No.
1: Oh, okay. Well, what is
0: it? I've started rewatching Boy Meets World.
1: Oh right, yes, I remember you saying that.
0: And something about this rewatching of it has been really interesting for me because I'm realizing like I just rewatched it like 3 years ago. So like wow. I've seen it I've seen it as an adult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But something about this rewatching of it is making me realize that so much of who I am, <laughs> so much of so much of what I believe, so much of like wow. my moral stance and like Lessons I've learned in my life are things that at some point Feeney has taught to Corey, Sean, and Topanga. Huh. And and so it's just like it's yeah, it's just amazing. Like it, Feeny will start talking about something, and I'm like, that's exactly how I feel about it. And that's exactly what I would say to to someone if I were giving them advice in this situation. And I think I'm realizing it's because Feeney... Because I I know these things and I feel these ways because that's what Feeney taught me as a kid. Wow. Yeah. It's really... In the same way that you know some of the shit you know because you watched Magic School Bus.
1: Sure. Sure yeah
0: like legit yep. like you you know probably most of your understanding of like how prisms and color and stuff like that works and molecules and whatever, like unless you took like some really advanced sciences in high school, most of your understanding of that stuff you know because of watching magic school bus as a kid right. and some of that stuff is stuck with you, and so like <laughs> you know, so a lot of like life lessons about how you treat people, how you treat yourself, what's important, what isn't like. Yeah, Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. man. It's a powerful. I didn't realize
1: ride. I didn't realize it had that much of an influence, but wow.
0: Oh yeah, have you seen? Wow. Uh, I can't remember. Have you seen Boy Meets World? I've seen like a handful of episodes. Not. Oh no, you got to get on the you got to get on the gravy train, man. <laughs> okay. Make it happen, Gappin. <laughs> All right, oh, wrap man. this thing up, man. Well, thank you
1: so much for listening. Thank you for joining us. Check out our socials below facebook instagram twitter check out our patreon page our merchandise page support the show if you feel so inclined help us keep the lights on and help us to thank you by giving you perks back for doing so uh give us a good rate give us a good review wherever you can and um thank you for joining us and i feel like we just hit on so many different things today like This started as a Fantastic Beast episode and it went a whole bunch of different ways and that's okay. And I just, for whatever reason you joined us, thank you for joining us.
0: Yeah. Just don't let it happen again. (laughs) Is that the wrong, I feel like that's the wrong message to send. (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, thanks for coming, but don't do it again. Don't (laughs) do it again. You know, don't subscribe. Don't listen to it. Don't 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 scroll down and see all the other episodes and movies you love, <laughs> or the you know. the podcasters you love. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to Joe Rogan or something. No, you, no. You sell it.